and we're back. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Hawk Sense. I'm your host, Alex Nicolau, and we got a good episode for you guys today. I really hope you guys are excited because in today's episode, we will be talking about what if. So without further ado, let's get started. So if you guys don't know what What If is, it's an animated Marvel Disney Plus show that asks the question, what if? It basically takes different scenarios from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and twists them to make a completely different story. Now originally, this idea came from an old comic book series called What If? And they basically did the same thing, but with Marvel Comics. It was really fun, it was really cool. Some of the old comic titles for the What If? series were like, What If Spider-Man Joined the Fantastic Four, Making It the Fantastic Five? What If Hulk Smart, Bruce Not, where Hulk was the brains and Bruce wasn't as much as the brains, but he still had the same cadence and uh, word choices uh, Hulk did? And one of my favorite plot lines is the What If Infinity Rain series, where the Green Goblin, I told you guys this before, he's my favorite supervillain, stole the Infinity Gauntlet. It was very good, very great, and I would definitely recommend you guys go and read some. But the MCU has been doing some great ones. Personally, my favorite episode was the Zombies episode, where many beloved superheroes like Iron Man, Captain America, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and etc. have been zombified, and it's up to Wasp, Spider-Man, Bruce Banner, and more to find the cure to stop the zombie apocalypse. They also have some really other great episodes, like What If Ultron won, which was a great one. What if T'Challa became Star-Lord, and what if Eric Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? I was originally going to do a review over the series, but there's so many different stories to tell, so many different aspects, so I'm just going to talk about it, and maybe at the end, we'll conjure up some of my own what-if scenarios. Some of the quick thoughts I had about the show, I, I really did like it. I really wasn't expecting so much from it, but I really did end up really liking it. I thought they were fun. Like, you know, They were kind of quick, too. They were like 30-plus minute episodes, so they're easy to consume, but they were just really fun and you know, enjoyable. Very interesting as well. It's very refreshing is a good word to say because we would never see some of the things that we saw in the show in live action like... What if Eric Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Like, we never see Eric Killmonger and Tony Stark ever, like, interact like that. So it's so refreshing to see those characters interact like that and how different the stories could be told. So on live action, you'd never see that before. But here, it's quick, and it really does. You know, it's really just, it's awesome. It really is. With the animation at first, I really didn't like it. I, I, I think it was a little off-putting when I first saw it, but it really did grow on me like right away. I thought it was very beautiful and it fit really well for the series. When it was just announced, I thought it was going to be more like Teen Titans and you know Young Justice kind of vibe, but this works a lot better, I believe. It, you know, I, Like I said, it's beautiful. It really does fit for the series, and it works better because it's based on live action characters and I don't think you would have been able to get that same effect of the facial features. Like they didn't look exactly like, you know, Chadwick Boseman or Tony or Tony Stark, Robert Tony Jr. But they looked great and like their characters. And I did, I really do think that you wouldn't be able to see that in like an animation style, like young justice or teen Titans. So I really did think that the 3d models kind of really worked well for this. One thing I think a lot of people got surprised by was a lot of the actors reprised their role in What If. Uh, one person that I think really stole the show was Chadwick Boseman. This was his last performance as T'Challa. And oh my gosh, it was definitely like a love letter to Marvel fans. Oh my gosh, I miss that guy so much. He was such a talented actor. And I'm very, it's very unfortunate what happened. And I'm, it's very unfortunate we're not going to be seeing him as Black Panther. And uh, I, I, it still makes me very sad to this day. But the list goes on, guys. 
Sebastian Stan played Winter Soldier. Mark Ruffalo played the Hulk. Benedict Cumberbatch played Doctor Strange. Tom Hiddleston played Loki. Chris Hemsworth played Thor. Jeremy Renner played Hawkeye. Karen Gillan played Nebula. Josh Brolin played Thanos. Haley Atwell played Captain Carter. And the list just goes on and on and on. We did get some guest appearances like Josh Keaton. If you guys don't know who that is, he played in one of the most legendary Spider-Man cartoons of all time. Spectacular Spider-Man. He played Spider-Man and he came back, but not as Spider-Man. He came back as Steve Rogers, which is interesting, but it worked. Uh, he's a very talented voice actor. And I just think this was a really great way to approach this because of how familiar we are with these adaptations. We see the Thor face, all right? And we see it's kind of Chris Hemsworth. And if we were here a little bit more like, like if you guys ever played the Avengers game, the voice of Thor, it's so like stereotypical for like a Thor voice. But seeing or hearing Chris Hemsworth voice in that character really did like, oh, okay, this is Thor. Like this is a great Thor. And like we definitely, definitely just like recognize our whole entire senses just recognize that this is Chris Hemsworth Thor. The plot lines were also just great. Like I said, my favorite episode was the Marvel Zombies episode. Uh, that one was awesome because I love the Marvel Zombies comics. It's it's definitely one you guys should go and read if you want to start getting into reading comic books. But it's it's awesome because the heroes and villains kind of team up in that comic. And it has one of the first true deaths of Spider-Man. I'm not going to tell you how. It's very interesting and cool. But I definitely go and read those. Um, the best part, I think, about Marvel Zombies was Spider-Man. It was our first... Uh, MCU Spider-Man in What If, and he mentioned Uncle Ben, which was awesome. We've never really heard him mention Uncle Ben before. Obviously, in Far From Home, his luggage said BFP, Ben Franklin Parker on it, but it doesn't really count. <laughs> and it's my favorite episode just because Spider-Man's the only one. <laughs> but overall, I think the entire series and the, with the episodes that they put out was just so great. But if you guys have not actually seen them, I would 100% recommend you guys go and watch them. They're pretty great. They're not like, you gotta go see this right now. Like, Venom is like some like a movie that you gotta go see right now, you know? But this isn't that. It's still a great series. I would 100% recommend you guys go and watch them because I really did enjoy them myself, and I know you guys will too. But like I said, guys, this is not a review of What If. This is just a discussion. But let's discuss this. My own what-ifs. I think I had the most fun writing the podcast because I was just flying while writing these because there's so many different scenarios in my head that I'm like, what if this happened? What if this happened? What if this happened? So it was really fun to write these, and I'm very excited to share it with you guys. Uh, and I'm just let's, – let's just get started. I'm very excited. My first what-if scenario I have for you guys is what if Tony Stark died in Avengers? Now, I know the creators of the show are getting a lot of hate for killing off Tony Stark so many times, and if you're one of those people – Please, please stop. That's very annoying and it's just very unnecessary. But it makes total sense on why they're killing Tony Stark so many times in the series. Because if Tony Stark died in Avengers, in the wormhole, there could be so many other stories to tell. Ultron would have never happened. Civil War would have never happened. There just is just so much context. Like, there's so many little things like Vision would have never been a thing. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver would have never been a thing. Like, there's so many other little nitpick things that could happen and they can make... Tony Stark dying in Avengers the entire season. The next one is fairly similar. It is what if Captain America didn't get frozen in the ice? I feel like it'd be funny just to see Captain America living his life with Peggy Carter and then the episode would take a real turn and then he would have to go and find Bucky and kill him or not even kill him, maybe try to cure him. But I feel like that'd be still be a really cool and interesting dynamic and uh, I feel like that would be a really cool episode idea. 
My third scenario is what if Killmonger beat T'Challa. I think this one would be really cool because if Killmonger actually won, would he really take over the world? If you guys didn't know, his main goal in Black Panther was to replace the world's government with a Wakandan empire. So it'd be really cool to actually see that and maybe if he would actually even do it. This one is actually really interesting. It is, what if the other half got snapped away in an Infinity War? This is actually my favorite one that I came up with. And it, I think there's a lot of ways to take this one. Maybe they just wouldn't have won. and Maybe just lost and lived on their days losing. Or maybe they could do something like this. We do have some strong characters like Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. And maybe they could use their magic to figure it out. And maybe go through the multiverse instead of the quantum realm. And collect the stones to get everyone back. I feel like that'd be a very cool one. Obviously, we're gonna see a lot of multiverse and Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. But I also think it would just be very interesting to see some of the characters like Spider-Man, Black Panther, Falcon, and so much more interact with each other and try to figure out how to get everybody back. This one's also pretty good. It is what if Mysterio didn't reveal Spider-Man's identity? I feel like a lot of the what if scenarios that took place in season one were older movies, so I feel like when they start doing newer movies, it's going to get a lot more hype, but I definitely want to see some more Spider-Man. He definitely deserves it, and I think it'd be really cool, and it would put a different spin on No Way Home, even though we haven't even seen it yet, but it definitely would have been different because this multiversal stuff would have never happened. This one is also very cool. It is what if Sam Wilson kept the shield instead of putting it up for display like an idiot? Um, there would be no U.S. agent, so there's no problems there. And then he would just be the Captain America, you know? I feel like it'd be really cool. Maybe he would stop the flag smashers a lot sooner. We'd get to see that really cool suit a lot sooner. And I just really like this one. And our last what if scenario is what if Vision was able to get the stone out of his head? I feel like this would take such a huge turn. Maybe they could have won the Infinity War or if they lost, would he be snapped away? I, there's just so many questions and stories to tell for this one. And how would this affect WandaVision in the multiverse? I also just love the last episode of what if, if you haven't seen it yet, this isn't much of a spoiler, so I don't think you have to avoid it. But, um... I just loved how all the multiversal characters just kind of joined together as the guardians of the multiverse. And it was just so cool to see because we would never, ever see this stuff in live action. So to see what could have been or will never happen uh, is just so interesting and entertaining. And I just absolutely just love the series. So that's going to be it for the what if discussion. But we do have a couple things to talk about not related to what if. Uh, we got some new news and it just really did come out as I'm speaking right now about Marvel Spider-Man 2. And uh, this is kind of like uh, leaks, not much of leaks. It just kind of tells you how the story's going. And I'm going to be telling you guys a lot of that going on. Sorry for the informality. Uh, this just happened. So this is kind of like my first breaking news kind of thing. So uh, let's get started. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's on a Twitter post. So I'm just going <laughs> to read from it if that's all right with you guys. New Marvel Spider-Man 2 leak. Warning. Take almost all these details with a grain of salt as there is a high chance that they might be false uh so let's get started i guess the game will greatly expand upon the original game with multiple playable characters and an overhauled movement system and an unexpected array of villains there's an option to choose between peter and miles for different missions and the other will be controlled by ai both characters will have unique abilities so this uh, panel looks like um there's going to be a lot of cool villains in this game. I do not like how you can choose between Peter and Miles. I thought it was going to be affected by story, like how it said it was originally going to be. And uh, But we'll see how that is. Uh, there is web swinging and wall crawling improvements with the faster web swinging due to next-gen advantages. Webs can now be reeled in. 
Peter will reportedly gain the iconic black suit in the first part of the game using the symbiote's tendrils as four arms in combat. The Venom symbiote is created by Oscorp and is not an alien. Don't really like that. Uh, following an unspecified story event, Peter separates himself from the suit, which takes a new host and becomes Venom. To combat this new villain, Peter develops the robotic arm seam in the trailer. Okay, so it's kind of like the Antioch suit for uh, Venom. Kraven the Hunter will serve as the game's main antagonist as Peter and Miles fight both his army against mercenaries. Uh, both Lizard and Mysterio will appear in the game. That's cool. I want to see Mysterio. Uh, no other Marvel heroes will be included in the story, but the amount of Easter eggs alluding to a larger universe like Wolverine. This one is about suits and suit powers. Yes to suit powers, though some of them are more ridiculously overpowered. Ones have either been reworked or replaced. All of the previous suits will return. Okay. With black suit... <gasps> All the suits are returning from the first game with black suit versions. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's insane. Alright, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I did not like how Venom is and not an alien. I feel like that'd be way better. Um, wow, that's that's insane. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm definitely excited. I'm sorry to cut off what if like that, but that's some breaking and great news that we had. Uh well. Wow, that's that's insane. So I think that about covers it for this week's episode. Let me know what you guys think. And if you have any questions or comments, you can DM or tweet me at HawkSense13. And if you have any questions about Red Hawk Media and want to get involved, you can contact Patrick Johnson at PatMJohn at IU.edu. Once again, guys, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next Friday. Bye.